0: to Liz Fair the other day yes and I don't know so the song Supernova yes there's a lyric in the beginning I had never caught before never heard before what it actually was what is the lyric it's your lips are sweet as slippery as a cherub's bare red ass skeeve me out <laughs> and two, I was like Gee, how she's is like this she's a witch woman she is she probably eats those baby <laughs> drinks those babies like a juice box
1: maybe
0: you know the movie that the witch is actually about her is it? She's the witch in the beginning who kidnaps oh. the baby. <laughs> she's not. She's not the witch who is Anna Taylor Joy who.
1: Is that who, who that was? Anna. Anna
0: Taylor Joy is the daughter.
1: Yeah, it's been a minute since I've seen. Yeah. It. I want to see that Emma Stone weird movie.
0: Poor things. Yeah, yeah I do too. It Looks pretty good. Yeah, it's by Yorgos.
1: Yeah. What's up with him? What else did he do?
0: The lobster. He oh, did okay. The favorite. I he the did, favorite. Did uh, movie. Apparently, I've seen it. No one else has seen called "A Killing of a Sacred Deer."
1: Oh, I remember you talking about. You that ever movie. saw the Lobster? No. You
0: you might like the, the Lobster. It's um, they all have dance parties, but they just listen to iPods and they just dance by themselves. So there's scenes where all these people are dancing silently. <laughs> yeah, the Lobster's good. It's also like, I guess the start of Colin Farrell, mm. old fat stage. Uh, but, but I don't like that. That's
1: probably yeah. why I don't want to. He's not I
0: old fat, fat, but he's like kind of a sad sack, of he, he's really good in it. Mm.
1: It's like when I saw Gary Oldman as was it. uh the Black and White movie where he's the director. Or oh, Mank. Yes. He's not gonna. I I was sad watching. Yeah. Oh,
0: well, he's Gary. He's old.
1: He's an old man, Gary. Old
0: man. <laughs> he's just, just Gary.
1: I posted the other day the Dracula scene. Oh, Trash South Street. See Alstry. me.
0: See. Trash South Street. Yeah, Lou. Uh Jamie Z. Yeah, I, I realized we were actually talking. <laughs> so, so you posted the See Me, See Me now. See me. It doesn't work. It's a shame. I sent
1: it to Annie Ryan because Annie and Ryan and will like send each other Dracula yeah. stuff every now and, wow. and
0: then. Yeah.
1: So what's up? What's new? I'm
0: reading um speaking of Dracula stuff. Yeah. I'm reading I mean
1: Twilight. You told me that. How is it? I never read it. Never it's, saw the movie. I, I might
0: have too much middle aged dad energy because mm. Edward is a creep. Is he? He's just a creep. And he's like, Ur. and I could see, I could see how it appeal to a teen
1: girl. Mm. Because you're a teen girl at all. Well, no. Yes, I know. That Um, was the most sexist thing ever. How do you know what a teen girl...
0: uh, (laughs) I keep them in my basement. Yeah, probably. It's like the real American nightmare. Um, No. I read a lot of young adult fiction. I could see how you have the main character, Bella. Yeah. She's um new girl at school. Mm-hmm. She's kind of an outcast. She's no sort of way. gothy. No way. She's deep. Mm. She's an um, old soul. She's sort of an old soul. Yeah, actually, she is an old soul. She's like kind of klutzy, which is the flaw that adds to her whatever. So despite the fact that she's like this outsider and she feels like an outcast and blah, blah, blah. Every single person at school loves her. <laughs> every boy wants to like like bone, go to bone town. Shebanger and uh, winker, yeah. So I could see that mm. And she's really smart and mm. she has her fucking klutzy father, and she's good at math. No, that's a bit to be too uh, Suspension to disbelieve. No, <laughs> other than that, I guess I told you, I'll tell the audience. Sure, so um, over this is our first, uh, first. Requ- Actual recording of 2020.
1: Yes. Uh, Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year.
1: New Year,
0: new me. Oh, Horrible. No, not really. Same old
1: piece of shit. Mazel.
0: Just to frame things here in southeastern Pennsylvania, uh, I felt like the two weeks between Christmas like starting whenever and ending with New Year's it was shitty weather almost every day yeah yeah Um, it's
1: January 21st yeah yeah. we haven't recorded in like a month but
0: there was one nice day towards right before New Year's and by nice it was like overcast and cloudy and shit and it was still soggy so I went hiking and I guess because it was the first night day, stay whenever the place I went everybody in a 20 mile radius came with their dogs damn (laughs) no (laughs) <laughs> and basically, like I was walking up this hill, okay. trying to head back to my car, there's this guy and his dog, and he lead the dog was off the leash, which is a big no now. He put the dog on the leash, but as I got closer, and my closer, I wasn't that close. The dog started tearing off, and eventually, he just slipped the leash somehow. Didn't it? It wasn't like this dog was going with the fury of a thousand suns, yeah. And the guy like couldn't hold on the leash, was, it somehow got out of the leash. Mm-hmm. It would come towards me really close, and I had to do the thing where you hold your hands up and you're like, I'm a bear. I
1: kind of wish there was a video of that
0: uh, footage, and I'd be using it in my indictment. <laughs> so, so this dog was still barking at me, and I kept being so big, I literally held him up and I go, hey! like. And this dog kept doing this thing where it go back to the guy and then it run for me, barking furiously. And every time it did, it got closer. And I told you, but I did not tell the the audience obviously mm-hmm. till no, now. That's cool. The last time it made a, it made an experimental lunge, like I was waiting to get bit, like I was fully expecting to get. I was like, well, maybe I can sacrifice my arm, Ugh. and then I can. I can beat this dog off with a... Ooh,
1: you're going to beat the dog off.
0: <laughs> I knew it as I was saying it. Uh, if that worked, trust me, if that worked. Um, and the thing that kind of saved me was this... Um, an an older, Another couple came with their dog. Mm-hmm. So that drew this first dog. This dog ended up getting kicked by the guy because the dog was getting aggressive with them and their dog. It's
1: ridiculous.
0: And the dog made one last run towards me and I turned real quick and I fucked up my knee, which mm. is still fucked up to this day. Basically, I escaped with my life.
1: Yeah. Nah, that's scary when dogs are like that. And I've had that with um, in the trail. Yeah. When Victor was a baby. Mm-hmm. I was at the Perkyamon Trail, and two dogs ran up, and I had Victor in the um, stroller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they started trying to jump in the stroller, and I was oh. like... Uh, and they're like, they're friendly. I'm like, I'm gonna punch up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, like yeah. I will kill your dog. Like, get yeah. a, like, oh, this a guy, baby in there. Yeah.
0: Like, this guy wasn't even... Uh, <laughs> Going, they're friendly. Like he and was, and they end up um, being
1: friendly dogs.
0: Yeah, no whenever I see a dog, I get a little whatever. In all fairness, he was a big baby, so I could get it. <laughs> it's, it's not like it was like a normal baby.
1: <laughs> like Victor.
0: Yeah, he's like. Goo, go, ga, ga. <laughs> Uh, but what about you, Jamie? What about you? Um,
1: I got some um, some news. Yeah? Um, I'm going on a vacation March 1st. Oh, yeah? To the 4th, I'm going to spring training. Oh, nice. I'm going to Clearwater, Florida with Victor, my sister, and my uh, oldest niece. Yeah? And we're uh, t- we're going to get there on a Friday. We're going to see the game on Monday, and then we're leaving. Um, or Sorry, we're going to get there Friday, get, see the game on a Saturday, and we're leaving Monday. I, thought, I, th- I
0: swear I thought that news was going to involve mental institution in some way the way the way you wound up for it (laughs) I know that's very exciting
1: yeah so i'm really really excited so i have um a goal not a goal but like um motivation to stop eating fucking tacos and mainlining beer every night so yeah yeah, i want to try to lose some weight yeah nice so that should be fun um i'm really excited for it i've never been to a spring training game so i think it'll be really cool yeah, it's awesome. My sister booked the hotel. I got the tickets. I mm. got airfare. And um, mm. the hotel apparently is like walking distance from the stadium. So mm. it should be fun. I think we're going to rent a car and then just go to the beach. Oh, chill nice. chill out. So I'm just... Well, yeah, because we haven't recorded in a while. Uh, my sister is doing well. Oh, yeah, so... She's allowed to fly. So my her
0: sister sh- had a... Ho- you were. Go ahead. So
1: uh, New Year's Day, my mom texts me and goes, oh, um... Raquel's in the hospital uh, because of blood clots. And I'm like, what the fuck? Apparently my sister's leg blew up to twice the size. She mm-hmm. had blood clots all up and down her leg, like in all the, like a shit ton yeah. of veins. She said she was gonna send me like the paperwork. It was pretty extensive. Yeah. So she had to get the clot buster and they had to go in and put a stent. Mm-hmm. But she's doing well. She was like, oh, she had her to follow up and she's like, do you want to take a picture where the stent is and do that? And they're like, no. Nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, eh, you might want to talk to your other doctor because they should probably keep an eye on that. Yeah, um, yeah. just because I've heard some really bad stories about stents yeah. moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so my sister turned 51. Yeah, and one thing that was like kind of weird, my dad's first stent. My dad was like 52. Yeah, mm. um, which is kind of crazy. So I wonder yeah. if it's just a. Uh, my just- sister has the same. Um, she has the. Uh, Oh, you told me about this. Yeah, the, the gene. Yeah, the gene for, why can't I think of it, Amy amyloidosis. Yeah. My brother and sister both have that gene. I do not, so mm-hmm. they're at risk for, like, heart disease and stuff. Yeah. So that's why the milkman's my dad. Yep. Mm. Mike Schmidt's my dad, actually. Uh,
0: that's why. Oh, proof.
1: <laughs> Other than that, um... Yeah, did some. They went to an art opening, as I said, uh, mm-hmm. yesterday in Westchester. Mark had an invite, invite only, yeah. with a bunch of Westchester artists. Got to see uh, some cool art. Uh, one guy that does a lot of the artwork at Root Down uh, Brewery was there. He's a really cool dude. Mm-hmm. A lot of like street urban art, cool shit. Uh, uh, yeah. But it was a good time. Cool. And Mark's gonna have his own showing, I think, in March. Yeah, I March, think I saw. It, yeah. yeah. So it should be cool. Yeah. That's that's all I can think of. Uh.
0: Good story, bro. Yeah. A bunch of
1: new records coming out, but we can do that at the end.
0: Bunch of new records coming Pretty out. I ordered a shit ton of um, stuff. You
1: like my new hat? It's I do, a, yeah. Off with their heads hat. Oh, nice. I collect um, a, a winter head. Beer.
0: Right. I'll throw this out now because it won't necessarily fit with this. Eh, what the hell, well, I'll talk about it later. We have a lot to talk about later. But we have some music to talk about now.
1: Yeah. Um, do you want to go first since you have two? Yeah,
0: so I I I picked two. The first one was sort of a drive-by choice. Yeah. Which little spoiler, I might have chose differently because it turned out both my choices this week. <laughs> uh, neither of them in English. <laughs>
1: yeah, which is fine. Yeah. So this
0: is, and I'm going to try, this is, this is out of, um... Budapest or something? Yeah, out of Budapest Hungary. It's Kigit Fold, which means Burnt Earth. Oh, okay. And I think it's off Sijin Kazatak, which stands for Shamefully Tapestried Records. Uh, December 1st of last year, 2023. Oh. In their own, in his own, or maybe their, I don't Bandcamp know. Moody board. Yeah. <laughs> Moody, Wa- Moody Raw and Political Solo, project from Bud- Budapest. You know, Buddha and Pest. Mm. Keanu Reeves Hungry. got the feeling that he's leaving the West and entering the East.
1: And mm. Dracula. Whoa. Um,
0: mostly inspired by the left field anarcho-punk of Fallout, Apostles, and, or the Rondos. The ta- this tape was recorded at Crypta and in a bedroom, dedicated to all the oppressed and slaughtered beings on Earth, limited to 50 pro-dubbed tapes. Yeah. Um, I
1: was like, oh, this is interesting. It was not a choice I thought you would make. Um,
0: I like it. I mean, one of the tags, by the way, is vegan, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's very hard to kind of review uh, song by song. It is a very... Like, DYI.
1: Yeah, very lo-fi. You lo-fi, can tell it's in the basement.
0: Almost a demo.
1: It's total. It is garage. Like, yeah. Garagey rock with like punk well, I think in there with. It's, like, it's bedroom the, rock. Bedroom
0: rock. <laughs> Actually, Ooh. there's an implication. Oh. But yeah, it's super. Gra- I mean, it's clearly. Um, I would say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I was thinking about that band we talked about last year, Pumpkin Guts, how the yeah, complaint yeah. was they're too produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like. Like, a Pumpkin guts clearly stole all the production out of this. (laughs) But I really like this a lot. I like really raw, like, rough stuff. Yeah. And this is it. So, the standouts are Fokozat, Tulelesh, which is Enhanced Survival, which starts with this, like, that's like the first song. It has this, like, single fat, like, bass string plucking Mm -hmm. in the beginning and anger. Um, You eat Vagyat, enjoy your meal. Which is the one that has, like, piggy sounds and cow sounds in it. Oh,
1: okay. I'm um, sure that's, like, a vegan song, I would yeah.
0: And then, um, I think the last song is Alemiser, which is about cruelty to animals. Like I said, it's very hard to describe. But it's very good. I think it's a grower, not a shower. Because mm-hmm. the second half of the... By the, second, by the end of the album, I, I was, like, into it every time. Yeah. And maybe just the first two songs are kind of not as...
1: It's almost like like... Punkish noise rock, yeah. like, but it's it's hard to yeah, like it's definitely very raw, very lo-fi. Yeah, one of the songs actually reminded me like a Pixie song, like there was just some.
0: Yeah, I heard elements of like other things. Yeah, like it was
1: just very cool the way they like wove in different types of stuff. But yeah. it was yeah, it was just like it, it was cool to listen to, mm-hmm. just like someone you know, recorded on a four-track in a garage, just, yeah. like, with a bunch of anger, and... Yeah, and I to the instrumentals, too, were, like, different. Yeah, there.
0: Yeah, there are two songs that were just... They were instrumentals. Well, there are three instrumentals. Two of them just had a question mark for it. Yeah, title. I was like, it's um, It's, again, unfortunately, again, because of my other choice, um, I can only spend so much time with Google Translate. Yeah. Um, all the lyrics seem to be, again, as he said, if, like, fucking gets to oppression, a lot of them sort of admonishing us for seeking our comforts, like material comforts. Yeah. Or eating meat.
1: There was one band that it reminded me of, um, and I can't remember. It was like an old school, and they weren't um, from, they were European. And uh-huh. I cannot for the life of me remember them, if I remember at all.
0: Oasis? Yeah, I hear
1: you. I can't remember. <laughs> no. They were, they were like street punk adjacent. Um, a lot of, I just can't remember the fucking yeah. name of
0: them. Anyway, so that's, that's Kigat Burnt Earth.
1: Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, mine is Cosmic Joke. hmm This came out this year. I was like, yeah, I made a, a choice that it came is out this year. It
0: is not a juggalo album it is not a juggalo album did you think that i didn't i didn't think that in a serious sense Mm -hmm. it'd be really funny and it's it's violent j's solo (laughs) project anyway i don't think
1: it is um so they're off of a triple b records and hard lore records they're out of la they had um, a couple of the releases out they had a demo 2021 and then they had a single that they Mm -hmm. had included on this album that came out last year yeah I would say they're like skate punk hardcore punk straight up punk if mm-hmm. you like um, and I think this was in the band camp Bad Religion like Adolescence Circle Jerks Descendants It just very 80s Southern California oh yeah, to it. yeah. Um, remind me a little bit of F- if you remember that day, mm-hmm. that uh, band back in the yeah. day because it, it's not just like straight punk it does have like this harder element to it but I, I liked it I think it's a fun it's only 14 minutes first song is Kamikaze kind of once you hear this song you kind of know what's going to what is in store for you yes. straight up punk goes hard with catchy riffs uh, cool breakdown it's a punk song that does everything right like mm-hmm. along like with the bass line the guitar uh, vocals it's it's a good song uh, Empty Nesting Dolls that was the single that they released last year it almost reminds me of like if Bad Religion met revolutionary rev, like Rev Records like yeah, um, hardcore punk uh, the singer Mac Miller's voice is perfect for this band it just I think it works really yeah. well Throwing Stones, you can kind of guess what that's about. Mm-hmm. song about, like, shit never being enough. I'm not going to go through every song, because, you know, be yeah. tempered expectations. I like how he goes from a melodic to screamo, because you're like, is this two different people singing? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it, it almost reminds me of Pairs that song, yeah. a little bit. Hedonistic Treadmill is a really good song. Just about buying new shit to feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then the last track is Morphine. It almost reminds me of Deep Sleep. We've reviewed them yeah. a bunch of times. Um, like, musically, not his voice so much. But yeah, this I think this is a really solid record from first to last track. It goes by Quick, and I'm fine with that. They're not reinventing the wheel, as I yeah. said this before, but they take 80s SoCal mm-hmm. and just make it fun and make it work. It's catchy sing-along lyrics. It almost reminds me a little bit of Beach Rats and, as I said, Deep Duh. Sleep, uh, kind of in that realm. And mm-hmm. I like it. It's just a, a fun, put-it-on each song's pretty catchy mm-hmm. and I like it yeah cosmic joke yeah good shit
0: unfortunately you got here so I was doing my reviews writing up everything this morning I got here early and I was gonna go back and like do the second listen so I could write down impressions and didn't. I just looked <laughs> at it and I was like got here super early I'm here <laughs>
1: Yeah, like the first time you're like, this is pretty good. And yeah. the, the more you listen to it, you're like, oh, this is a really good album. Yeah. As they said, it remi- really reminded me of Beach Rats. I think I like yeah. Beach Rats a little more, but it's they're a little mm-hmm. different. But I thought it was a, a really good release. Yeah. I, I like stuff like that. So it has a very, like, Bad Religion-esque mm-hmm. feel to it. I'm not a no. huge Bad Religion fan, um, but I like a lot of their earlier stuff. And that's yeah. kind of what it reminded mm-hmm.
0: me of. Good shit. Good shit. For some great shit. <laughs> Goopa! Mm-hmm. This is Goopa Live Sections, Monkey Moon Studios. This came out October 23rd of last year. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go on a bit of a journey with this. A journey. Um, Talk about a
1: journey. So
0: Goopa is Swedish for links, Mm
1: -hmm. which
0: is a very 80s metal band. If you remember um, Homestar Runner at all. Yes. There's a joke where they'll name their band after a, a... a Single word, yes, and the, the example they use is like they're good the bands, like or limousine, yeah. So that's what I think. Links, uh, that makes sense, Cinderella, Links, whatever. I'm it, listening,
1: I'm trying to figure out a it, funeral it, dress is who I oh, okay it, it was yeah. the band I was referring so,
0: to. So, Goopa, the psychedelic, Prague, stoner metal band, five piece lead singer is Emma Nasland. Nasland, I had. A weird one. So I I had actually bookmarked this album to listen to, or bookmarked this band to listen to, Mm -hmm. based on something, forgot about it, then the last season of Letter Kenny came out. Okay. And one of the songs, which I'm taking might be their most famous song, is in episode four. I wonder what the song is, I gotta listen to it, I gotta look it up, and I saw this and that, and I, basically it's a long way saying... I just wanted an excuse to talk about this band, (laughs) and we're going to. So this is, again, is it live at Monkey Moon Studios? Two songs, but it's really kind of three, because the first song is... Yeah, it's like in two parts. Two parts. First song's like over 11 minutes. Mm -hmm. So the first song, which is the moneymaker, in my opinion. Mm So it's Samnyan, which means the sleep. And it's just this very mournful, pleading, lonely song which just has vocals and a single guitar, and you're kind of just waiting for something to happen, and it's like this, like sad beauty, whatever, and mm-hmm. you know, I totally see that, and whatever, and then it stops. There's a there's a single like pause, and then it goes into the second song, which is "Fever or the Fever, and this single atonal note is sort of sustained. It kind of like noodles a little bit, and then after three minutes, the first drum kicks in. Mm-hmm. And then it meanders before getting super fucking heavy and slow. It kicks in and you're like, And it has this really deliberate ritualistic vibe to it. And uh, Emma's vocals are somewhere between like like a prayer and just howling mm-hmm. at the gods themselves. I swear, you, you you wait for the song just to end in a fucking blood angel or something <laughs> as the, the gods of Asgard come down and smite man. <laughs> It's very... It has this real groove to it. hmm If... Listening to it, it's almost like a quasi-Snoopy dance. I could see like, that, yeah. Like, where you're like a bum like... Bum, bum, bum. When you watch performances, that's basically exactly how Emma dances. Really? I always hate... To, I use the word witchy too much.
1: hmm
0: When people talk about... We compose... You know, when we write songs, it's like... Casting spells. Yeah, that's
1: what this is. Just um, doing carrot tarot cards and doing palm readings. No, that, this is like I know. I'm,
0: yeah, they pulling a goat on stage and sacrificing yes. it, and Aaron just drinks the blood and eats the heart, and then someone in the audience has you know a, has a heart attack because of sympathetic magic. You know
1: what it can remind me of? It reminds me of um, if Omar when they wanted like yeah. the, the the old people that they like, just killed. Yeah, I mean the that's ball exactly that it. Play.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Or if for some reason there was like a diegetic band in Midsommar and it was just like
1: Goopa of playing the,
0: the Hargen festival. Yes. As everything burns. Very reminiscent I would say of Windhand. If you know Wind Hand.
1: So yes. So th- this is what what I almost thought of it. Yeah. If Bjork. Yes. If Bjork sang for Wind Hand.
0: I was that's very good because I was trying to word Bjork in there because yes. Yes, there's a very Bjork vocally. Yes. The second song or the so, third song is Mulliken which I think means the sorrow mm-hmm. which is a really good song but it's almost disappointing by like comparison after the catharsis I liked it this is
1: when I thought this is when I was like ooh she sounds like Bjork like that's when I, I... very Bjorky this is like a
0: very bluesy space rocky song mm-hmm. before it kind of erupts I wish they'd come out with something like more current just so I think 2022 was their last okay um, started in 2018 they play a lot of festivals and stuff but yeah I would love to review full out. maybe I will at some point even if I have to go back to 2018
1: ooh once I start listening to I'm like, yep, this is like Lou, Up yeah. Lou's Alley. Yeah.
0: Up Lou's Alley. Yeah, just listening to my Goopa, uh, reading my Twilight books.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, you're so... It's, it's like, the gothiest... It, it's like a bad... Uh, you're like the, no. the, the that's teenage goth girl. I am. I'm like, ugh, Sisters of Mercy. Did you listen to um, the new single off Chelsea Wolf, Turn Everything Turns Blue? No. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I cannot wait for this album. Yeah. Um, it's coming out February... Yeah. Really, really cool mm-hmm. song. If we, if I would have, re- like, had a better review of it, this would be, like, the gothiest, yep. most, like, uh... Goth cast, yeah. Yeah. But it was, it's a really good song. I yeah. can't wait for this album. you have to listen. I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's really good shit. It's cool. Yeah.
0: Let's tell her we gotta go pick up some clove Cigarettes. Yeah. Get the, her clothes. At the Black
1: and... <laughs> Nail Polish store.
0: Ooh, you're gothy. You're, she's wearing,
1: like... They're maroon. It's maroon It looks black in here. I know. My all... Like her soul. Yes. My head like a hole. So, yeah, um, Chelsea Wolf, new album out. Mm-hmm. Gouge Away, Yeah, new album I out. I saw
0: that, Gouge Away.
1: Um, I think that comes out in, uh, March. I listened to the new song. I forget what it's called. Really good. Like, I, mm-hmm. I like it. Like, I read a review about the new song, and they were like, oh, they're, they were going with the AMRAP noise rockish more. I, it, but I really like it. I'm really excited for mm-hmm. the new album. Yeah. Um, who else? There's a couple... Oh, well, Piss Jeans. Piss, Piss Jeans. Jeans. new New album coming out. There's a lot of good shit. I mean,
0: we talked about it before. Um, Mannequin Pussy. Yes. Which I'm really excited I'm for. I'm excited for it, too. Um, except for when I try to tell people about it. The and Mannequin. I say the word Mannequin Pussy. Um, <laughs> it's, um...
1: Yeah, there's a lot of shit. Is there any other, like, bands you've been listening to? Yeah, so... To? The other sort
0: of important thing is... And I wasn't going to do it, but now... So Slater Kinney's album came yes. out. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: a pre-order um
0: Yeah, I've listened to it once.
1: I heard I, the song. Of
0: the I song. gotta listen to it more. I, I'm really into it. Good. It's like it's different. They do a lot of like use a lot more distortion and guitar-y stuff. Uh, so then look for, look forward to that next
1: time. Yeah, I heard the single off it yesterday. Yeah,
0: um, which one? Um, hell,
1: I'm not sure. It's
0: a weird. Th- I could go the whole thing about it because it like I was not into this album until I listened to it because I would heard like there are like three singles off it. And now I'm into it. But anyway. Like, I don't want this to be like the Sonic Youth cast, so I'm not going to do
1: mm-hmm. that. Does Kim Gordon have something new out?
0: or is she... Kim Gordon has yeah. an album coming out. Last time I talked about how Walls Have Ears is coming out. Yeah. And Sonic Youth is hosting a listening party. Oh, cool. But it's Thurston Moore, Steve Sally, and Lee R- Ronaldo. Okay. So Kim Gordon is like, fuck that shit. Yeah. PJ Harvey mm-hmm. had an album come out. Yeah, it's
1: like a shit tongue.
0: Yeah, like all at once. I know I'm no one forgetting. Pot of people. Jean, um garbage, and now they're basically like, yeah, we're doing, we're finishing our album this year. and We're touring.
1: Yeah, that's cool. So if they do, a I specific... think off with of their heads too. Is they're yeah. putting an album out uh, this year. It's gonna be a lot of new music. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping pairs do because it's been a minute. Apparently, yep. this Galgeway album was gonna be out during the pandemic, and they just like kind of all moved away from each other. Uh... And then they just like, you know, work tinkered and, and yeah. are putting it out now. Mm. Plus she was um she was basis for nothing. Oh, she toured really? with nothing yeah. for like a couple years. You mean Jeanine Gougerway? Jeanine <laughs> Christina Michelle. Christina friend Michelle. Friend of the
0: show. A friend of
1: the show. Christina <laughs>
0: Michelle Gougerway. I think that uh get Gold or Fold will get along Gougerway because they Maybe. doesn't they hate animals, or they love animals. They hate cruelty to animals. Well, I think
1: she's vegan. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, they had that one song. Yes. That I wrote, it, 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 it's an old joke and it's like, a I I rewrote lyrics about how, I can't remember, but it's something like, I want to pet a cute kind of <laughs> kitty cat. <laughs> yes. Um, I forgot
1: about
0: that. Yeah. Anyway, you read a book. I read a book. I didn't finish it. You didn't finish Britney Spears? <laughs> I thought you did. You were it to page, somebody.
1: I, no, I said it on page 80. It's
0: like 81 pages. <laughs> it's almost a pop up. I'm like
1: uh, almost halfway through. I was busy. <laughs> I was busy getting drunk and taking selfies All with right. my cats.
0: There's something that's a very Britney So <laughs> Brittany, uh, <laughs> Um so I to talk about Britney Spears. Yeah. I'm going to very briefly talk about Getty Lee's book. Okay. Cuz either like Russia or you don't and it's just I can't necessarily make anyone interested or not. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting so Getty Lee wrote his book, mm-hmm. My F in Life, which I don't like the title. Oh. Um, especially why? because it's just oh, i stupid. But he also so part of my problem is he said my F Life. But he says fuck all over the book. Mm. So I was like, why are you afraid to say effin? What kind of weird thing is this? But um it's interesting because Square. One <laughs> <when it, laughs> No, fuck you. Um, it's interesting because they get, he gets really into sort of the mechanics of the Canadian music industry in the seventies and eighties mm-hmm. and touring, which just like in general might be interested in like that hard rock year and all that yeah. stuff. But the other interesting thing that isn't necessarily even related to Rush is he devotes a chapter just to his parents who met in the Holocaust. Hmm. Me, like, met, actually, in a labor camp and made it through Auschwitz. It's crazy. And it's really... That's just really interesting there.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. No, well, that, I don't
0: tell you. Uh, did you finish it? Or? Yeah. No, I'm Was page he on drunk or anything? On oh, yeah, so I told you this. I always thought they were pretty... Maybe a straight... Like, they drank some, but they're pretty straight-laced band. <laughs> According to him, he's like, we did everything but meth and heroin. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, really, like, Quaaludes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he talks about there was a three-year period. He's like, yeah, I was really into coke to the point where the FBI was starting to sniff around because one of the guys we had on our tour was, like, a high-level coke. He said the guy had a, a phone built into a suitcase. He's like, and this is 81 when no one had yeah, that? Yeah, that's crazy. So it seemed like he had his three-year period doing co- like like, really into coke.
1: Mm-hmm. Or they call it schna. Because okay.
0: they have all this weird stuff. But then like apparently... Canadian slang? No, it's like Rush has a whole bunch of weird slang. Like they all have like weird nicknames for each other and all this stuff.
1: Ugh, um, that's kind of
0: annoying. Well, they seem like they spent most of their like... the first 10 years just just on the road and occasionally going home. Mm-hmm. So despite being like, yeah, three years and it's like, yeah, no. And it really is a problem and to stopped doing it. They never really stopped doing it. Because right. it'll be like, we're recording this album, and you know, we, we filmed outside, and you know, maybe we do like a little coke at the end of the night, stuff like that. So that was a surprise. Um, kind of bad mouths, Like, sort of, like, shit talks to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a little bit, because they were...
1: Yeah, everyone does. Well, like, it,
0: there's this whole thing with hard rock in the Hall of Fame, where, what's his name, who just got booted from Rolling Stone? President of Rolling Stone? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yes, I was probably the force keeping a lot of those bands out. And yeah. the one story they tell is at the opening ceremony when he's giving the preamble from, his, like, Public Enemy, because they were the blah, blah, blah. And he just goes, from Toronto. And the noise in the audience is so loud, it drowns everything out. Other than that, I watched... um I watched Cats, the movie. Oh, how was that? So I went to... it's. So, Cats, which is, um... Were you, you like, know, like, hating yourself? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain <laughs> it because I went on, like, a journey with this as well. So, Cats, of course, musical, Andrew yes. Lloyd Webber. A musical without any real plot.
1: Yeah, I never in a million years wanted to even see that play. And I love Cats.
0: Well, you're going to love the musical. <laughs> or the movie. um, Or not. Just, you know, if you're not familiar with the, the play, Cats, it's... We're cats. And each cat sings a song about being a cat. And there's this one cat, Grizzabella, who I think is a prostitute cat. a dirty, filthy hooker cat. She's the one who sings Memory. Uh, and she's the one who sort of gets redeemed and she goes to cat heaven. Oh, uh, okay. Also... And I saw... I, I've seen Cats. Okay. The musical. Yeah. I, the musical theater. It okay. was like a school trip or something. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and there's old dude around Yeah, me. Yeah, I... But anyway, so... So a lot has been said about the movie Cats. Yes. And no matter what you think you know about it, mm-hmm. it's so much worse. So <laughs> here's what like so a lot of those made about this is nightmare fuel, it's disturbing. I, I I shit you not. I found it upsetting in a way I Were you was high? not prepared for. No. Like I felt like I was having a bad like reaction because I'm watching it. And the point of view cat in Cats, the the movie, mm-hmm. is this cat, Victoria.
1: Okay.
0: And this made me laugh. I think Mickey laugh in a horrible way. Your introduction to Victoria is it's like this tied up bag just getting thrown. <laughs> See, there you go. Because someone's
1: just like trying to drown this
0: cat. You should not be laughing. It is funny,
1: though. Um. That's an ongoing joke with like a yeah. bunch of us. And, yeah. Well, back in the day... Yes. Not like when we were kids, but the like days our, of, the boomers, I would say. Yeah. They would... If there was a, like a cat that had a lot of kittens, they would they would take those kittens and put them in bags and throw them in a river. Yeah. And drown them. Yeah, and it was like... You could watch old Tom and Jerry uh, was cartoons about to say,
0: and it, you will see it. It was such a fucking theme. It was in every cartoon. <laughs>
1: yes, and it's disturbing. It's a drowning kitten. And you never thought of it as a little kid watching Tom and Jerry. Yeah.
0: In the... Um, <laughs> A little more disturbing, like, in the... I think it's the extended version of The Stand mm-hmm. Stevie King. He talks about one of the characters, and just one of the things they mentioned in passing is, like, how he crushes the head of baby kittens.
1: Oh, so sad. It
0: is. But anyway, so this bag gets thrown at the cat's, like, rescuer. And the thing that's disturbing is... The cats are, like, CGI small in relation to... Like, a lot of the sets, but they're also, there are people who are, like, basically cats. And it, I'm telling you, like, I was having an anxiety attack, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't feel good. This isn't great. And, yeah, it was, it's almost worth watching just to see what I'm talking about. There's this, um, so you know the Uncanny Valley? No. You never heard of the Uncanny Valley? No. The Uncanny Valley is this idea is you can get so close to something looking like a human mm-hmm. that... It's disturbing because you can no longer suspend your disbelief. So... It's like Helena Bonham Carter and Planet of the Apes. No. Maybe. That was disturbing. So, So, yeah. So, that might be like for Uncanny Valley. So, Uncanny Valley is... You see it a lot with like older CGI when they try to make people look at humans. And like there's something about them on a subconscious level that you sense.
1: Yeah.
0: A theory I've seen as to why people respond to the Uncanny Valley is it's a hardwired reef-like behavior. Mm Mm-hmm. To cause a lot of people to avoid diseased or dying um, humans. Okay. So, like, it's the same way, like, if you see someone spider walk or move on in a movie,
1: yeah. it's
0: scary. <laughs> because there's some some genetic, some monkey had the, the, the gene that makes you scared of shit like that. And that's what they call it. The gene that makes you scared like shit like that <laughs> oh, gene. Yeah. And that's why they survived. But anyway, you experience a lot of that. Okay. Um, the... And while cats are smaller than people, I don't think the movie understands that they're not tiny. (laughs) If they were all kittens, they'd all be too small in some scenes. So it's just, it's really bad. Also... Taylor Swift in that, too. She is. She's actually good. She sings, um, well, that's actually a good slash bad point, but we'll get to that in a second. In a musical, Jamie, pop quiz, hot shot, you know... Musical.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is one of the most important elements? In I don't a know. Musical. I don't know. Music. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So music, uh, specifically, you know, in a musical, it's singing and dancing. If you're doing a movie, you might want all your characters to be able to sing. Yeah. <laughs> not they, apparently, the guy who did Cats did not know that. It's like <laughs> Tom Hooper, I think, because some of the characters, you know, in a in a very loosely plotted uh, movie. Yeah. Where it's primarily, again, cats singing their song like, I'm the wrong tom tugger Oh, yeah. That's
1: terrible. Uh, that's, like, that's not really <laughs> a song.
0: But, like, in a couple scene, you have cats who are, like, they're singing they can't really, the actors really can't sing.
1: Okay.
0: And it's not good. But anyway, so Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, T-Swizzle. Uh,
0: yeah, Tay-Tay. She sings... Uh, a song called McCavity. McCavity is like the evil cat. Ooh, is she an evil cat? She is, but she works for Ildra Elbus, who's McCavity, who's Ooh. like the criminal mastermind cat.
1: Okay. You have cats. I do. You give them catnip? Um, yes. One of them responds, the other one does All right. not. Alright.
0: So, when your cat responds, which one? Uh, Casper or Miko, just a
1: Uh, Miko. Oh. Casper so, does not. So, when Miko responds, dumb. how does she act? <laughs> um, uh, she's just like, wee! Like, all like right, little slut, all right, little yeah. slut okay, cat. Okay, so, so <laughs> the the very loose plot. Wiggles yeah.
0: So the behind the, the very loose plot. Could <laughs> <laughs> stop rubbing on my knuckles? <laughs> so the very loose plot to cats the movie, the Jellicle Ball is held every year. Okay. And the reward, the present, or the prize for the Jellicle Ball is one cat goes is basically reincarnated. Okay. McCavity, the evil cat, wants to be reincarnated. Okay. So he starts abducting the other cats.
1: Okay.
0: In this one scene, the Taylor Swift scene, Mm -hmm. where she sings McCavity, kind of burlesque thing. She's
1: like a sexy cat.
0: She is. (laughs) She's, um,. She's sprinkling catnip on all the cats to take them out, but they all act like they're having fucking seizures. And I'm just like, I was like, I- I've had cats. It's not how cats act when they're exposed to catnip, and it's really like bad. So the whole movie is really bad. And like I said, every now and then I think I'd be like, oh, I think I'm okay with this, and then they do something like, oh, all these cats are on a single train track, but they're like also people.
1: It just what keeps popping in my mind is the Saturday Night Live. The um, the I'm gonna be.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna be a. Di- I'm gonna write a diary. someday. Yes, exactly. It's 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 so I'll much worse. Yeah. Also, um, for inexplicable reasons, mm-hmm. some of the cats wear clothes and some of the cats don't. Yeah, it's always weird. So yeah, so that's that's actually more than I intended to talk about cats. Yeah. But you should watch it. It's on Netflix. I
1: don't know. I finished Monarch. Yeah, the Godzilla uh, show on Apple Plus. It was actually really, really good. Mm -hmm. There was only one episode that was like a setup episode. Yeah, that I was that was kind of blah. And Mm -hmm. usually, this is like when that episode hits, it either like kind of isn't good or it. But it ended up being I thought a really good series. Um, and there was like a big for me. There was a big surprise at the end. Uh. I was like, oh, they really tied in the whole uh, like Godzilla series. It was pretty. Have to watch it. Um, Um, yeah, I I really like it. Good stuff. And it's like Kurt Russell is, is and his son. Oh, right. Who? I forget his son's name. The old days, it's just Kurt Russell's son. Oh, nice. It's, yeah, it's really cool the way they do it. Mm. And I thought it was really, really oh. good if you like Godzilla type stuff. I um, do. It's good shit. I would definitely recommend. It's only like eight episodes, so oh, it's okay. not super, super long, yeah. but it's on Apple Plus.
0: And then Blue-Eyed Samurai. Blue-Eyed Samurai Blue-Eyed was a Blue-Eyed awesome. Blue-Eyed Samurai, really loved. Just because that's all I'm going to say about that.
1: I kind of want to check out One Piece, the live action. But yeah,
0: Everyone loves One Piece. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching... Uh, I don't know. I just finished all the John Wicks.
1: Yeah, I never watched any of them. It's,
0: it's, it's basically three movies of him having a fight. <sighs> and literally, one movie will end, mm-hmm. and the second movie will begin exactly where the last movie ended. And the thing that I never really thought of until I watched it is... So, you know, the core premise is his wife dies mm-hmm. and leaves him a dog. dog gets, like, killed, so he... Effectively goes on a murder spree. Yes. To kill Alfie Allen mm-hmm. in the first one. Beginning of the first one to the beginning of the third one. Yeah. I think his wife has only been dead a week. Okay. Even though he's like, it's like three three movies worth of murders. It's crazy. Um, I never, yeah. It. Whatever. Anyway.
1: Um, did you ever read The Three Body Problem? Yes. You know they're doing a series on uh, yes, that. Yes. Um, right? I never read it.
0: Mark's
1: actually right there. Yeah. Uh, Mark read it. He read one of the... Isn't there a couple books? There's a couple, so there's... And he said yeah. it's, like, out there. He said it kind of reminds me of the whole Annihilate, like the Southern yeah, Reach or which, whatever. Yeah, it's... it's but I really want to see this series. Yeah, it looks Really cool.
0: I'm curious. The book, you know, it's written by a Chinese yeah. author, and you see a lot of that come through.
1: But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. And they're
0: doing Murderbot Diaries. Are they
1: doing this? I
0: feel like Eric Scar, one of the Scar's guards, is going to be Murderbot.
1: Well, like reading that series, and I'm not all caught up. Um, it's definitely written for like it could be a show. Yeah, and I, it's really good. Yeah,
0: really good and at stuff. Yeah, and I don't know if there's anything else on my list. The
1: list the list. Oh. Maybe we should... <laughs> what the... Yeah, yeah, we're doing this on a Sunday morning. Yeah, so it's like Sunday morning. Even Sunday it's morning like our, coffee. Our yummy coffees. Yeah. yeah, so the others... Yeah, I'm just looking forward to some shit coming out. Um, oh, that's what I was going to talk about. I've mm-hmm. been obs- obsessed. Did you ever hear of Clario? Clario? She's like you, a young... You...
0: Reviewed her at one point. Did I? Yeah, I think so. Like years ago, it was a single song, but yeah, I know. Maybe I did. Yeah. So yes.
1: Yeah, I've just but, been obsessively listening to that again.
0: I don't remember reviewing. It I now. you did. I'm I almost certain you did because I recognize the name.
1: Huh. But anyway, that's crazy. Well, anyway, I've been listening to that like nonstop. It's really good. Uh, good shit. Yeah. Um. Now I gotta go back and. I thought we'll,
0: we'll look after this. We'll do. We'll go to. Trash street.com.
1: Yes. And if anybody you know wants to uh, get a hold of us. Get a hold of us. Yeah. Trash street.com. You can email us at trash street. Trash south street. At, at gmail At gmail.com. Gmail. Com, or on the Facebook site. Which is
0: almost useless, but.
1: Yeah. Well, it, you and, know. Yeah.
0: And yeah, maybe next time. So there might be a break because I am going back to Italia. Yes. For corporate, corporate stoogery.
1: And you're like, the beginning of February, right?
0: Yeah, I gotta get deets, but it's gonna be, like, for a week, so. We yeah, might be I mean, able to record another one after that, yeah, but we probably won't be able to put another one out.
1: Yet. Yeah. We might be able to do something. We got, what, how many weeks? Two weeks? Two weeks. Yeah, we might so be we'll able to do something, yeah. I don't want to, you know, bombard you when, when you're about to leave. Too. Yes. It'd
0: be we cool. shall see. And other than that, I don't think anything, um, I think we'll call this.
1: Call it a day!
0: Alright, bye! Bye! bye.